Uh-oh, it's the contest alarm, Liz. The contest alarm? The contest alarm. Oh, no, there's a contest. Oh, no, we run for the bunkers. I'm, I'm already here. All right, that's true. We are inside. Hey, y'all, if you want to win a copy of Evil Dead the Game, the very game we're talking about on this episode, head to bit.ly slash Hoodie Weather Discord and post a spooky gif in there. Yeah, graphics interchange for, format. Wow. <laughs> GIF. <laughs> you know what? If you're on a phone and you're like, I can't figure out how to make GIFy work, just put a spooky, just put like a pumpkin or a ghost. No, you have to figure out how to make a GIF. Whoa. That's part of the contest. It's a skill-based contest. Okay, all right. This is a skill-based <laughs> contest. Bit.ly slash Hoodie Weather Discord. You can win a copy of Evil Dead the Game for PC. Just post an evil, oh wait, uh, an evil gift? No, a spooky gift. A spooky gift. And we will not be picking any disgusting ones, so don't be putting those disgusting gifts. None of the, it can be spooky, but it doesn't have to be disgusting. It can't be disgusting. It can't be disgusting. Yeah. But it should be spooky. It should be spooky. What about spoopy? It can be spoopy. Okay. It can be scary. There can be like a, a knife slashing, but no gross stuff. No gross stuff. Can there be like a knife being held in the air as if it's about to slash? Totally. Okay. Bit.ly slash Hoodie Weather Discord. Post a spooky gif. Spooky. And you'll win Evil Dead the game. Game. Now on with the show. Show. Liz, we made it. We're, we made it. We're publishing this episode October 31st, Halloween. We're still doing it. Are like, we going to publish this a little early? What, what, no, no, it's 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 October 31st. It's the best holiday of the year. It's Halloween, and we were going to do spooky games for October. It came in right under the wire, but I'm glad we did it. We I think um I think Tuesday is November 1st. What do you mean? On the calendar? Yeah. That day. The Roman calendar. Uh the Gregorian calendar? <gasps> I've been using the other calendar. Probably. Oh yeah. no. They, they, they have Halloween marked wrong on the on the other calendar. I forgot those those crazy calendar kids. Yeah, I think it's Tuesday. What? And I think it's November. Oh no. So we're Talking about a spooky game the day after Halloween. Right. We should be talking about a Christmas game. No, absolutely. <laughs> That's the real horror show. November 1st, Christmas starts. No, no, no. We, I feel like we talked about this. We decided that instead of starting Christmas super duper early, we're mm -hmm. going to do Halloween long. Yeah. I think that makes sense. Yeah. We're having long Halloween here. The long Halloween. It's long Halloween. And so our Halloween actually does not end until about November 20th. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. really great. Yeah. We thought, you know, there's just never enough time. No. And there's always more spooky content. And you can buy all the, the candy from your Walgreens, your CVS. Right. That way the Dwayne candy Reed. is still appropriate when you mm -hmm. get it. Um, so uh, yeah, we're doing long Halloween now. Okay. Um, and as part of long Halloween to celebrate, yes, we are releasing this episode about evil dead mm. on November the 1st, which is the first day of long Halloween. Yes. Uh, the first day of long Halloween. And I, I I'm going to have to fact check this, but I think Ashley Williams of evil dead fame, uh, their birthday. November 1st. Sure. That would be really funny because then it's like, he has to survive Halloween. <laughs> he has to. I just got to <laughs> celebrate my 50th. I got to be over the hill. You know, Bruce Campbell probably loves that too. Oh, totally. Okay. Should we, should we like start the episode? I mean, I guess. We now celebrate Long, Long Halloween. Halloween. I love that. <laughs> You're so happy.
Welcome to The Cooperatives, the podcast about cooperative games and the people who play them. I'm Aaron. And I'm Liz. And today we're talking about Evil Dead the Game, published by Saber Interactive and developed by Boss Team Games. Happy long Halloween, Liz. Happy long Halloween, Aaron. I'm happy that you could join me November 1st to celebrate long Halloween and by playing Evil Dead the Game. Absolutely. We planned all of those things. We did. There certainly wasn't scheduling snafus or anything. Absolutely not. You know, I actually, I, I was in the Hallmark store the other day. And oh, they, I, you always are going I to the Hallmark store. I love the Hallmark store. I love little figurines. I love penny candy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love Necco wafers. <laughs> I love my Werther's Originals. Give me one of those, uh, you got those little fake... Uh, wax soda bottles with some <laughs> some little drops of sugar in there. Hey, you got you got a you got like a little chibi angel made out of like white acrylic that Absolutely. costs three hundred dollars. Oh my gosh! But it's going to be a priceless heirloom. It's forever. going to be one day, one day. I was in the Hallmark store and they actually started putting out the long Halloween cards on October fifteenth this year. So they're you know they're doing they're it sooner, getting a jump start on long yeah. Halloween. So happy long Halloween to you. Uh, cards in the mail. I just <laughs> went and put it in the mailbox out there. It's crazy. Cause like, it's not one of those mailboxes that works both ways. So it's just going to be in there. Yeah. It's, uh, it's TARDIS technology. I put it in there. It swims around for like a million years, comes back to same totally. point. Uh, before we get into talking about evil dead, the game again, published by Saber interactive and developed by boss team games. I reached out to boss team games and I was like, Hey, we're going to be covering your show for October. We really enjoy Evil Dead the game. Could you give us a code to use for a contest? And they did. So once again, if you go to bit.ly slash hoodieweatherdiscord, join the Discord. Just post a spooky gif in there. You'll be entered in a chance to win this game for PC. It's been pretty fun. You've had a good time. Yeah, yeah. It's a really interesting game, and and it's part of a whole kind of new-ish growing genre of games that I think we're going to get into a little bit more too. Yeah. Thank you for the layup. So not only are we going to be talking about Evil Dead, the game, I'm going to be talking a little bit about some of our experiences with asymmetrical multiplayer games. Uh, But before we get into that, Liz, Evil Dead, can you kind of describe your journey with the Evil Dead franchise? Because you're kind of a newcomer. Oh yeah. So I feel like I'm going to age myself. I like 20 years ago or something. It was the first time that somebody told me that I have to watch. Um, wait, what is the one I have to watch? Evil dead? No, the, uh, <laughs> the thing. No, no, no. What, is, which one is the one that everyone talks about? It's not evil dead. Army of darkness. Army of darkness. Okay. So like the, I first heard of army of darkness a long time ago and, We've discussed before on the podcast that I have a requirement that when I'm consuming media, I consume it in publishing order, publication order. In uh, just as an example, before Final Fantasy 15 came out, you attempted to play through all the Final Fantasy so, games in order. Slight. Let's like, we'll be a, we'll do a slight that, that's a different, uh, derail yeah. on that, which is that you are obsessed with Final Fantasy, and so to understand you better and to enjoy the things you enjoy. Oh, I see. I wanted to start from the very beginning, and it was so painful to try and play and i think i was playing on my phone yeah you were um it was, it was and rough. i was trying to play final fantasy one and i just got like stuck walking around in a green space for like days and days and i was like i cannot do this 
what is the first Final Fantasy game that's like a more modern video game? So that's why I started with Final Fantasy X. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm playing, you know, I played Final Fantasy VII Remake. What a journey too. that was. Yeah. Anyway, cool. um, coming back to this. So because I like to consume things in publication order, if at all possible and tolerable, I always had this idea of like, everybody says you have to watch Army of Darkness and it's really great and fun. Um but then no one was ever like, let's watch Evil Dead. So, and I never was like, oh, it sounds like this other one is maybe not great. So I wasn't motivated to sure. be like, let's do it. Um, so for years and years, I mean, every time Army of Darkness comes up, I've been like, God, I got to watch Evil Dead and then maybe Evil Dead 2. So finally this year, I was like, I think because the game came out, is that what finally yeah, did it? Yeah, yeah, because the game came out around July, and I was yeah. like, you're not going to understand the characters right. unless you see like, the movie. You know, I'm just going to do this. And, and you know, the pandemic makes it easier to be like, I'll oh, go yeah. through like whatever back catalog of shitty movies I need to watch. Whoa. Quote, unquote, shitty. Okay, okay, okay. So, um, except for that, then we watched it, and it is shitty, I think, kind of. <laughs> Uh, so, so, okay, okay. So, so we watched uh, all three of them, mm-hmm. and there's more stuff that we haven't even seen. Well, there's there's, like there's Ash versus Evil and, Dead. Yeah. There's like three seasons of that, but we yeah. didn't watch that. So, I mean, you know, in a lot of ways, it doesn't age terribly well. And I'm a woman who loves a strong female protagonist, mm-hmm. and that is the opposite of what you really have in, most, <laughs> in all of these movies. Um, and then Ash is like kind of an asshole. Yeah. So on this rewatch, like I love Bruce Campbell and he's, he's just kind of become like, like right. the William Shatner of horror. At yeah. This like point. I watched Bubba Hotep a long time oh, ago. Oh, Bubba Hotep rules. Way before I watched any yeah. of these movies. But on this most recent rewatch, uh, Ash is a little bit more brusque than I remember and like a bit problematic in some areas, but you know. It's fine, whatever. Like, I get that. Not, I don't expect all old media to like be perfect and and necessarily like meet my standards of today. Sometimes it's nice to like make sure that we're all on the same page that it was problematic. Then you can still enjoy something problematic, but like just acknowledge. Yeah. Apart from that, I think it's it's sort of it's enough like annoying woman characters and him being an asshole that is like kind of hard for me to enjoy it overall. And it's just like sort of very weird. It's like deeply weird. Oh yeah. Um, and I did appreciate that army of darkness is even deeply weirder. Like, like (laughs) so many things about this franchise are to use the same phrase over again, just deeply weird. Like if you haven't seen it, you might not know that evil dead two is just evil dead again. And they just like did it again, almost exactly the same. And it's so strange. It's, it's (laughs) such a, so like, I think one of the reasons why the shine came off for me a little bit, this most recent rewatch is because the things that were inspired by evil dead, like cabin in the woods, Mm -hmm. those are so much more entertaining to me now, but they're not, they don't have the same cultural impact as it did back in the early eighties when these things came out. But to go back and look at, these movies is like a time capsule of independent film, independent horror. Right. It's yeah. wild. I was going to say, I do really appreciate what they accomplished with the first Evil Dead with like no budget. And, you know, it, it's, it is just like a, a wild experience for an independent <laughs> film and an independent horror film, which is tough to do. And like, 
I think they sort of opened the door to more of that like wacky oh, zaniness yeah. in horror films, which I do really so, like, appreciate. Commedia dell'arte, slapstick horror. Yeah. Um, so like, right. I can appreciate what it is, but I'm fine probably never watching any of them again. It, it's very different from... We went back during the pandemic and watched Can't Hardly Wait. And I was like, oh, I can never watch this again. Right. This is really, really bad. But there's enough zany shenanigans in Evil Dead where I'm like, okay, I can at least laugh at these parts. Yeah, right. So like I said, I may never watch it again. But the good <laughs> thing is, um, that's fine. It doesn't matter for the game. And it doesn't probably matter for the new media that they're making either. Like, it's a pretty simple backstory and it's it's both simple and convoluted in a way that like i think makes it ultimately <laughs> not really matter um that how much you understand for the new stuff it's just that you have to know that ash williams is like some pro- prophecy foretold like super slayer guy who has now one uh chainsaw hand is yeah is ash the doom slayer from doom like kind of Maybe. Okay. I, for one, have never played Doom. I, for one, the rich, complicated, deeply weird backstory of Doom. Isn't Doom about opening a door to hell on the moon? On Mars? Mm. You know, it, it is very similar. I could actually see the Evil Dead franchise going that direction. I would adore that. Um, and you actually didn't see the 2013 Evil Dead right. with Jane Levy. Right. Which and it was, could be that the oh like newer stuff I would appreciate more because I think it would help with some of the stuff that was kind of taking me out of it. Um, and it sounds like the TV show was like decent. Yeah, I, I think the TV show, I, I haven't seen it. From what I've read, it solved, maybe it solved, but improved upon some of the issues that, that we had in this latest uh, rewatch. But right. But the game is sort of just a box that uh, <laughs> I don't really know. That's not a great way to explain wait, 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 it. Okay. All right. We're, we're going to back up. So right. so Evil Dead the game is an asymmetrical 4v1 cooperative experience where four people are on the same team and one person is a demon. And right. so the, the people that you can play on your team are a variety of Ash Williams, a variety of people from the Evil Dead movies like Ash's girlfriend, Annie. Um, Ash's girlfriend, other girl, Ash's girlfriend, other girl. You get Jane Levy from the new evil dead Mia, who I absolutely adore. She's in the latest DLC and you are running through the woods in evil dead or a medieval castle like army of darkness. And you're trying to gather up various artifacts and things so that you can vanquish evil on the other end of the screen. If you're playing the demon, you have a totally different interface. And it's not just one demon. No, no, no. Because we'll talk a little bit about like the Friday the 13th game, I think. But this, it's like a whole host of demons yeah. that you're, you're controlling, which you can speak to a little bit like what that looks like on that side. Yeah, so it's still a third person um it's still a third person sort of adventure cam game. You can be a variety of demons from the movies. If you've watched any one of them, you'll probably find somebody that looks familiar. You can go to medieval times, not the restaurant. You can go to the times of the medieval era and you can play the demon from army of darkness. But when you're the demon, the thing that makes it fun is you're trying to wear down the player's sanity meter. Mm -hmm. So if you're a player, you're keeping track of not only your health, but your sanity, your mental health. Right. Because if your fear goes up and you become insane, you can be possessed by demons. Right. But not only can you be possessed, trees in the woods can be possessed, cars can be possessed. There's and like a jump scare thing that can 
really frighten you. And if, if you, you time play it correctly. the demons, you control that. Yeah. You control the jump scare. You control like a tree coming alive, I think, and whacking mm-hmm. people. Um, so to me, like that, I, I'm harping on that a little bit because to me, it's like so different. The idea of controlling like all of the scary things a little bit and like kind of hopping around and doing yeah, that. Yeah, you have a bunch of different timers. And, right. and if you look at something, it might be highlighted. You can select it to like, lash out at somebody, or if you build up a meter enough, you can take over a car and try to run people over. Right. So it's not like you're controlling like a lot of bad thi- guy. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's not like an RTS where you have armies of things. What's you're, an RTS? Real time strategy. Strategy. Real time. What? Real time strategy. No. What did you say? I said shooter, but Real-time I think that shooter? was pretty close. Uh, yeah. You get up there. You get up there. Anyway. Anyway. It's not like that. <laughs> You're, so you're, you're like kind of playing this symphony of evil. Yeah. And wow. Thank you. Um, and against like the, the other players who are just playing like their specific character mm-hmm. at, in third person running around. Um, you're trying to pick stuff up. You heal with Shemp's Cola, which fans of the franchise might appreciate. Fans of Ash versus Evil Dead love Shemp's. Right. Um, and then you can find weapons like rifles and pickaxes and bats with spikes on them and a lot of baseball crossbows. bats let's make sure well, i don't right. want it to be like an animal bat that has spikes that in the would wings. be pretty cool that would be really cool um and ac- did i say axes already yeah there's yeah. like knives and you syringes. had a gun that shot out saw blades oh yeah i had a saw blade gun the last time we played that was That's neat. pretty cool um so so yeah there's there's ranged weapons and then there's melee weapons um, and sort of similar to, uh, what is the other game you really love where a flashlight matters that you're holding? Silent Hill? No, the author. Oh, Alan Wake. Yeah. It reminds me a little bit of Alan Wake in that, um, the way that your fear goes down is you have to be in the light mm-hmm. and you also have a flashlight that you carry around that you can, um, used to help guide you on your way. But but the the fear going down by being in the light is what reminds me a lot of Alan Wake. Yeah, it's a really good comparison now that you bring it up. Yeah. Um I think it's a really interesting mechanic because mm-hmm. you're you're kind of constantly trying to manage that at the same time that you're running around. And it would be a like a very simplistic game without that mechanic, I think. I agree. You yeah. would just be kind of fending off these like demons jumping at you all the time and that's it. Um, so yeah, and, and I wanted to mention that in addition, so, so we're talking about this sort of, um, base, like standard way that you play it, but there's actually a bunch of different game modes and you can have all co-op where it's you and three other people against an AI demon. Um, so it's asymmetrical, but it's, it's really just you against the AI. AI. Um, you can also have a private game where like one person plays the AI and then, we had it where it was just the two of us. So there were three of us total playing and it was two regular people and one um, demon. Thank you, Paul. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> uh, and there is a story something, right? Yeah, so so we, we kind of talked about this at the top of the episode, but these asymmetrical, wow, I can't even talk, asymmetrical multiplayer games, really I've been seeing a boom in interest over the past few years. And I think that's in no small part due to the pandemic. But if you remember- And Kickstarter. And Kickstarter, yes. Uh, Friday the 13th was one of the first big ones. Uh, I adored the Friday the 13th game. Very similar mechanics here. Uh, Predator Hunting Grounds is one that came out in 2020 that one person's the Predator, four people are Marines. You kind of get the vibe at this point. Um, 
Dead by Daylight is another one. There's a bunch of survivors while you're being hunted by a horror icon. It's all very much the same idea. And I think I, I think it's really interesting to talk about this game having seen the history of the past few years because a lot of these games are uh, based off established IP. Like even Dead by Daylight isn't established off a movie, but they're taking people from Silent Hill, from Resident Evil, all of these horror games. Liz, I wanted to ask you, as somebody that isn't like super big into horror, do you think that there's an avenue to play an asymmetrical game like this that isn't based around like a killer or it's a hunter? It's funny you say that because I was going to ask you if what oh. how you thought it would be fun to do something like that. And and asymmetrical games have become increasingly popular in video games and tabletop. And in tabletop, it's not always just like there's one kind of AI, but it might be that each player has their own move set. Mm -hmm. And so there's asymmetry in that. Like Villainous or Specter Ops. Right. Or um, Scythe yeah. is a big one. So yeah, I think there's a lot that can be done with asymmetrical games. Now to have like a kind of a 4v1 situation. So the way I was describing like with Evil Dead specifically, where you're controlling kind of a variety of environmental things, I think there's an opening there. Like you could do a cool game where it's like um, people are like doing Deadliest Catch or something. And then one person is like controlling the ocean and the weather oh and like the sea. You like I think that would be really fun. Deadliest Catch reference? <laughs> Holy cow. Well, I was going to say like people on a boat and then I was like, but it the needs to be storm. like a danger boat. Yeah. yeah because it, because they always need to be established off a movie. It'll be Perfect Storm and I can be George Clooney. If ex For example, not, right. that sounds like something you've been thinking about, but that's okay. Anyway, welcome <laughs> to the Perfect Storm podcast. <laughs> There's a stolen broom. Uh, yeah, so I, I I do think there's like a lot of interesting ways that, that that video games are kind of complex and sophisticated enough and powerful enough now that you could have like one person controlling a bunch of environmental factors mm -hmm. and then have the other people just reacting to it. Um, so I think there's definitely room to do something like that. But the horror genre really lends itself to this format, right? Because it's all, already set up where it's a bunch of you know freaked out people and then one one character that is evil and bad and also seems to be like all knowing and omnipresent, which mm -hmm. I think is an important part of the spook factor for mm -hmm. all of these games. Because they can really engineer a situation that puts the player characters on edge. Right. And, and one thing that's kind of funny that we've done um, when we played and you did this with uh, predator, I think as well as like we played recently with our friend Paul. And even though he was being, the bad guy. Mm -hmm. We were still all in a group chat together. <laughs> it's fun um, that way. Talking together while we were playing. And so, you know, we had to kind of be less specific when we were talking about what we were doing. I have no idea if he was able to glean anything or not, but it sounds like that's something you had done with Predator as well. Yeah. So, so I have a weirdly large amount of experience with these asymmetrical multiplayer games very recently. Because I played a ton of Predator Hunting Grounds in 2020. Uh, Back for Blood came out. I, I fiddled around with Dead by Daylight. And to me, if you're playing with people you know, being in a party chat and talking to them and, and allowing them to hear your thought process makes it a little bit more fun. Because here's the thing. I'm not amazing at this game. I'm not amazing at any of these asymmetrical multiplayer games. But being able to hear like the demon, like... 
hearing your adversary just like laugh or chuckle or be like, oh, are you sure you want to go over there? It really makes the game very, very fun to me. Right. Because this is uh, this is a game where even when I lose, I tend to have a good time. And I don't know that I can say that about every asymmetrical multiplayer game, but with Evil Dead, the stakes are honestly so low. Right. I don't feel like I need to be the best. There's a leaderboard at the, at the end of every match where it's like, here's the amount of finishers There's you like did. There's like 25 different stats yeah, that it, it shows up. I'm not that guy. I'm not going to be the person that, you know, let me solo her going to the end. And you and I have been in games where we've had a third person online just save our asses. Just carry us. Yeah, and and so th- that brings up something I wanted to mention. We've we've had games where someone on our teammate was a stranger, and we didn't talk to them. So mm-hmm. I know I always like to mention that because sometimes I think that's a barrier. If you're going to play a game with random people online, you don't want to deal with like actually interacting with them just because there's you know a risk factor oh, yeah. there and whatever. It takes more effort. So um, it's not that hard to play with a stranger. Um, I don't know how to get into this. So I think this game is fun and interesting, but there's a lot of things that are sort of clunky about it. I agree. And it helps that it's it's low stakes mostly because we kind of decide it is. Like it's pretty <laughs> challenging to win sometimes because there's just you're kind of constantly dealing with wave after wave of attacks. Um, and it's just sort of a cluster. And so you've got that going on, and then you're you're trying to manage the fear level. There's a ping system that's not very good. It's It takes you... So in order to get to the map, you have to press a button, navigate over to the map menu, and then fiddle with the map to set a waypoint like right. in a specific way. Which, if you're constantly being attacked, is basically impossible yeah. without dying. Um, yeah, and, and the controls for this one specifically, for Evil Dead, are, to me, very unintuitive. I feel like we have played several games recently where the controls being unintuitive and bizarre have affected the experience. And like for some people, that's not ever an issue. Like for me, I, it kind of is distracting because then I, I feel like between that and the map, like I don't really usually know what's going on. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I'm just going to fight these zombie things that are after me. Um, and I don't, I don't want to say this to like turn people off the game more just to sort of be prepared. There isn't a really easy way to, to look at the button map while you're in the game. So I would check that out ahead of time because there's a ton of different things that you can do. Um, Like there's different buttons for leveling up and for healing and for putting a shield thing on and for fighting with two and switching weapons and stuff like that. For a game that's new every session, it it does ask you to manage a lot. Right. And, And that's part of it is that if you're playing this game a ton, then obviously that stuff becomes more intuitive. But we, you know, if it's a month or several weeks in between when we pick it up, it does always take like a few plays before I really feel like, okay, I kind of know what's going on again. So to that point, when the game first released, we played it on launch week and I think we played a few nights in a row, a few hours at a time. And we really got into a rhythm Mm -hmm. where we kind of knew the game's controls and the objectives inside and out. I felt very comfortable But then, you know, we went to Gen Con and we had a bunch of life things come up and we played other games and we revisited it and played it a few times throughout October. But every time we came back, it was like, oh, yeah, right. This is how it works. So if this is a game that you have a group of friends that you know are going to put in time, I don't think that's going to be an issue. However, if you just want to pick it up. It might be a little hard. Or, I mean, the other thing is, is this is just about having the right attitude to 
approach it with, right? Like if you just know, okay, it's going to be like kind of ridiculous when mm-hmm. we start and we're going to be running around and and the game does do there's like a tu- an opening tutorial level kind of thing there's actually uh a bunch of story missions yeah so- right and then i'm also saying this as someone who hasn't played the story stuff which i'm sure would really help solidify how to move and do all that stuff you know kind of so i i went through all the story missions we did the tutorial one together which was pretty good the problem is some of these story missions that are solo, there's checkpointing and it just doesn't really work. If you die, there's nobody else to revive you. So you start all the way back at the beginning of that story mission. And there's one in particular that if you finish it, you get to unlock a new playable character. That's a pretty good chunk of content in the game. And I think I I banged my head against the wall maybe a dozen times. I kept dying just because things were a little clunky mm-hmm. or... Right. You know, this, that, and the other thing. So there is a story mode there. I think with a patch or two or a little bit more support, it'll be more accessible. But your mileage may vary. I, You know, I'm maybe just not good at this game. Right. So and on an accessibility note, I did want to mention, so part of the spookiness of this is that there's constantly like growling and yelling and mm-hmm. like things coming from all angles. But there are sound cues when monsters are getting close to you, and I do not get them at all. I don't hear it. I don't know when it's happening. You know, I'm and I'm a person that's hard of hearing. So, um, again, like I said, to me, I just feel like all of the fights are just kind of a free for all. Yeah. And so I just have accepted that. But if that's something that bothers you, like that's just something to keep in mind. Um, I would love to see a sound wheel like the Fortnite, Fortnite one that one. I'm just obsessed the with. The Fortnite now. sound wheel is just. Right. So great. Um, And one other thing I did want to mention, and I promise this is not just like beating down on the game, but I think it's important to know um, every mission, like every co-op experience is essentially the same. You're always like trying in the woods to like find these three things. After you find these three things, you have to, um, you know, like find a fourth thing and then sort of guard it while you're fighting Sometimes there's also an element where there's like another big bad that you fight, but it it is basically the same thing every single time, which again, like this is to me a very specific type of experience. Like a lot of games are the same thing every single time, but it's not, it's not like you're playing through story missions, like with other people or things like that. Like it's, it's every time kind of the same go fetch these things, guard this thing at the end, fight a big bad. Um, But if you're looking to kind of be inside of like one of those scary movies for a minute, it does sort of give you that a little bit. It's kind of fun in that way. Yeah, I I was trying to figure out the words to articulate this because I kind of feel like we're, we're talking like, hey, beware if you play this. But this is a game that every time I play it, I really have a lot of fun, even stumbling through things. And I think part of the reason is, there's jump scares. There's a lot of spookiness. It's a little murky. Sometimes I don't know what's going on. But all of the scary stuff is so fleeting and so kind of ridiculous and over the top. Like one of the demons just farts out green gas and poisons right. you. Another one barfs on you. And like, it's just so weird that (laughs) I I can't like get too scared, but it makes it fun. And yeah, it does sort of mimic the chaos of the series, which I I think it does a really good job tonally Mm -hmm. because it, and it actually like, now that I'm saying that really, really does match the tone of the series because 
it is legitimately creepy and scary. The some of the like like the farting and barfing ghost <laughs> stuff is like scary, but also so silly and weird at the same time. But it never enough that it takes it away from being scary. It doesn't like turn it into Ghostbusters. No, and and speaking of which, there was just an asymmetrical multiplayer game from Ghostbusters released. It's a first-person shooter game where you're busting ghosts, one person's a ghost, four other people are Ghostbusters. I think it's important to realize that within the asymmetrical multiplayer genre, now this is now a big genre, you can really pick your flavor. Mm -hmm. uh, if you want, it, like, if you are an Evil Dead fan, I doubt you need convincing to play this game. Right. Like, you are probably going to play this game, and much like me, someone that loves Evil Dead but acknowledges some of the things with it, I have a really great time. With Predator, love Predator. That game's not perfect. Still have a really good time. The game is more than a minimum viable product, but you really just need a group to play with. Like, if, if I brought around three other people that had no idea what Evil Dead was, I doubt they'd have the patience. But if you're a fan, you're going to love this. Yeah, or even just a fan of, like, movies like that. Like you mentioned, like, Cabin in the Woods, like, like scary, spooky, haunted cabin demon fighting type stuff. Because, you know, like I said, I'm not, like, a super fan by any stretch of the imagination of this franchise, but it does still kind of scratch a particular itch, and it's fun. Um, it, it is, like fairly gruesome like I, I would not <laughs> but because we're saying that like it's a little bit zany I wouldn't have a kid play this it unless, oscillates between zany and very gory yeah right so I mean I guess if you have a kid that loves the evil dead franchise and they're comfortable with the movies they would be comfortable with the game probably mm -hmm. um but it is it is like a little bit more mature just in terms of like violence and horror themes so I did want to mention that just because it's it is also weirdly silly. Before we get on to the uh, Ko-Fi test, test, I would like to talk to you about one of my favorite parts of this game that it's going to sound like it's bad, but I love it. <laughs> I'm ready. Driving in Evil Dead is one of the oh most hilarious adventures I've had in a co-op co game. So It's so bad and good. Well, it's, it's, the physics are tuned. Where like you could get in a car and keep in mind, everybody in your party can get in the car with you. So multiple times I would have myself and three other companions in the car and I'm like dad driving through the woods and I could take us off a ravine. I could drive us off a ramp. But the physics are such where if I hit like a, a stray twig from a tree, the car ends up getting <laughs> T-boned yeah. and like flies into the air. It's so, it, you are taking your life into your hands when you drive an Evil Dead. It's so much fun. Yeah, it is fun because it's just so wild. Like, the, I still remember the very <laughs> first time we got in a car mm -hmm. together, we were playing with friends. All of us got in this car and I was driving. And I remember, <laughs> because I was like, man... They're going to think I'm just a terrible <laughs> driver, but they don't understand how weird it is to control the car in this it, game. It's, it's it's not even the control. It's just clipping on like things. the way it moves. And, and you can't yeah. really see the road in front of you because right. the car is it's in dark. your POV. Yeah. It is too dark. The game is always too dark. Uh, but like whenever we whenever we get in a, a car in Fortnite, Fortnite is like, yeah, go bombing around, do whatever you right. want. Evil Dead is we're gonna put you on a destruction derby course. Yeah, it is. It's so, but it is so fun. But multiple times we've had to abandon cars because yeah. they're like flipped over and they just won't move anymore. But but again, like 
we could be going to the final objective in the game and I'll see a car and I'll just say, hey, gang, let's get in. (laughs) And everyone's like, "Okay, we're doing this. It is so much fun. Maybe worth the price of admission. If there was just an Evil Dead game where you're driving this car through the woods, escaping deadites, I'd be all about it. It is, Um, yeah, wild. And I lied. I have one more thing before the Ko-Fi test. Out of all these uh, asymmetrical multiplayer games, there's like an end game to your session. In Predator, you're trying to get to the chopper. In Back for Blood, you're trying to fend off a zombie horde. In Evil Dead, it's much more complex and multi-layered. You're trying to get a Kandarian dagger. You're trying to get the pages of the Necronomicon. Once that happens, you have to go to an you have to drive into an entirely new situation and dispel the dark ones using the dagger. Once you do that, you have to protect the Necronomicon while deadites are trying to kill it. And this sounds crazy and complicated and convoluted, but it feels very epic in a way that these other games aren't. And I really like that. I feel like you really just demonstrated the difference in perceiving this game as like a fan <laughs> of the franchise. And because when I was describing it earlier, I was like, look, every time you play it, you got to find some stuff and then you got to guard a thing and then you got to fight a big bad guy. And you just like fully deeply explained what was going on. And have of you those never things. read from the pages of the Necronomicon? Not on purpose. I hear it's bad. You need to say the, the, the words correctly or else you'll end up back in the dark ages like Ash. Right. I don't want to do anything that he does, no, so I will avoid you, that. You leave the woods. That's what you do. I go <laughs> I do. towards the dagger. Um, yeah. So I'm so glad that you explained that because I just learned something <laughs> from you explaining it. Uh, and that is really what's happening in the in the film as well <laughs> a lot of yeah, the time. So. Yeah. It, it's just there's... There's a mounting tension with the finale of these scenarios that really scratches an itch for me that other games don't. And the first time I played it, I was like, this is too much. But with repetition and with learning how the game works and kind of educating myself, I became better and I really, truly enjoy that part of the game. I just wish... Other right. parts were a little bit more clear. And this is not a full-priced game, is no, it? No, no. It's uh, it's 40 bucks, right. I think, to get it with the Season Pass. Um, season Pass comes with a bunch of DLC characters. Right. Comes with Mia from 2013 Evil Dead. She's my favorite character. So, it, so yeah, it, this is a very fun experience. And, you know, it came out in July, and we enjoyed it in July also. Um, and July is not actually part of Long Halloween. So. No, no, but this... Uh, Man, I keep thinking of Batman, the long Halloween, like one of the most famous Batman stories. We're going to get sued by DC. Is it called the long Halloween? Yeah. We're not going to get sued by DC. No, they know about us. Yeah, but this is not, you know, we're not going to. I just spoke to The Rock. Okay. He's angry we didn't see Black Adam. The Ko-Fi test we are going to get into because we do talk about that in every episode. It's a little complicated with something like an asymmetrical game just because... Um, you know, inherently, it's not entirely cooperative if one person is playing the bad guy. But you could purchase this game and never play the demon. Exactly. So I think that we should do the Ko-Fi test based on um, the version of the game where everybody is playing a survivor mm-hmm. against an AI bad guy. I Call me Lifehouse because I'm hanging on a moment here with you, Liz. I'm into this. Absolutely reject that entire <laughs> Entire metaphor. Okay, so um, the first part of the Ko-Fi test is cooperation is required to win. Now, this is important, (laughs) and so it's weighed double. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not possible to, like, basically play it by yourself with the same rules. The 
uh, that is not correct it's, here. No, no. Right. It, encouraged, but we had people carry us several times. Right. So yeah, we did have this one time where we just kept dying. And then if you die at the end, you can't be revived. Mm -hmm. And we just watched this stranger who was playing with us, like completely do the entire last part of it by himself. Like perfect it was dodging so impressive. every attack. So oh. impressive. Because, you know, while it's not required that you play with other people, it's really difficult because you have this constant onslaught of, of enemies. So you really need people like every, every character has some slightly different abilities that make it easy to help heal or to help reduce fear, that kind of thing. Um, and this guy just had no support or anything or gal. amazing. Um, so yes, uh, unfortunately does not check that part of the Kofi test. Now the second one is everyone wins or no one wins. So with this, specific version that we're talking about, that is correct. Because again, using the example of the guy who totally carried us, we technically got the win, even though we were dead. We helped somewhat. We helped earlier in the game. Meagerly. Right. Um, and so we'll check that one off. Well, and uh, let's back up. We have won way more than we've lost in this game. Sure. Yeah. I was very struck by this particular experience yeah, that I, we had. I dream about it, but, but like, but here's a, here's another way to put it. We just played a game today where I was the one who was the only person left standing at the end. And I defeated a bunch of deadites using yeah. only hypodermic needles. You were, Oh my God. You were, let me solo her. I was not. I did not request that at all. Liz has beaten every Dark Souls blindfolded. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> Liz not. Liz loves Bloodborne. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so uh, we're checking off yes, everyone wins or no one wins. Yeah. Um, players cannot hurt each other. Nope. Correct. So, which I love in a game like this because, especially when there's so much chaos, it's very chaotic. I do not want to be worried about friendly fire. Well, okay. Well, let's let's back up a second. Players can hurt each other. Because if your fear goes all the way up, you can get possessed, but then it's the demon controlling the player. Right. So really it's, it's, yeah. it's a Sophie's I, choice. I'm going to count question. that as the player is not I hurting agree. another I player. Agree. And, and like you can fight the player who is controlled by the demon to mm -hmm. help them snap out of it. Yeah. So you can hit him with an ax to snap them out of it. Yeah. You know, we're just going to go. A hypodermic it. needle. Yeah, yeah. All right. So we're checking yes to that. The last thing is discourages quarterbacking. Now, in video games, that's like usually kind of a given because you can't really control what other people do. Um, I'm going to say this discourages quarterbacking, but I do want to mention that like it's also possible to have no idea what's going on and to have one person just sort of saying, all right, we got to go here next and like kind Which, of being the only person who me. controls it. And I'm totally fine with that. I got very good at figuring out how to open the map and hit the waypoint in like quick succession. So I became that person. Right. So uh, the unscientific conclusion of our Ko-Fi analysis is three out of five on the Ko-Fi scale. I think that works. Yeah. 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 I think that's pretty good. Um, and again, that's just for the one version. Obviously it's totally different. If one of the people that you're playing with is a bad guy, then, you know, it's either them or you. I, I think the thing, the stress is the game is so kind of rambunctious that and again, it's your POV going into it. Losing does not mean you have a bad time. Losing sometimes means you have a better time. Because if I'm driving through the woods and I absolutely fuck us over, right? Like we have a pretty good laugh. Oh, yeah. I mean, usually if everybody dies, it's because something crazy happened. Yeah. And we're all like, ah, And that like was there's crazy. no leaderboards. There's no like ranked system. It's just if you want to play a spooky time, 
Yeah. You know, it's there. Yeah. Um, did you learn anything about me in the course of playing this? Um, did I learn anything about you? I, I think, I think learning about you during like the whole evil dead experience, I really enjoy, I feel like I'm going to say this and you're going to be like, Oh, interesting. I enjoy revisiting media with you because there, there is media that I view to, uh, I, I tend to view with rose tinted glasses and I'm very romantic about and when I go back and view it with you, I <laughs> and then like, I can destroy no, it. No, no, no. It's 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 a critical analysis that I think I am much more eager to have now. Like if if someone came to me when I was seventeen or eighteen, was like, "Hey, this movie has a lot of bad shit," I'd be like, "Ah, oh, but it's fine, whatever." But I am at the point in my life now where I am very excited to look at media and critically analyze it. And I just always enjoy doing that with you. In the case with Evil Dead, I was curious if the comedy and the zany would be enough to kind of push you over on one end. But, you know, it wasn't. And that's that's fine. Yeah. Um, but I just had a really fun time sharing this with you. I don't know how many times we'll play Evil Dead together, but I got a group of friends that, you know, if I said it's, it's going to storm Friday night. We should hop in evil dead and get a four group together and, and run. It'd be great. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had a really great time watching these things with you. Thanks. I really love watching things with you, even though I didn't particularly care for this specific series. And I don't want it to sound like I'm just constantly like shitting on movies when we watch them together. Or I'm always like being like, this is too problematic for me to enjoy. I don't think that's, Cause I, I, I definitely don't think that, that is 1000% like, not how I am feel. a stick in the mud like that. But um, it has been interesting, even as I've grown older to see like, what are things that take me out of the experience so much that it, it becomes a little bit more challenging because, mm-hmm. you know, all of us, I think are viewing things a little differently than we used to even like five or six years ago. Like, mm-hmm. you know, life comes at you fast. Um, so I didn't really learn anything. I mean, <laughs> you know, we've been married for like 50 years now. So, so 75 years. Um, I, you know, we used to always do this section of the podcast where we would say like, what did we learn about each other? And not that we're done learning things about each other by a long shot, but most of the time, I think it's going to be less like, did I learn something new? And more like what, what experience was like a very us or very you experience in this. (laughs) And for me, um, and I'm going to also rope in like watching the movies with you as well as playing the game. I just love that you you are one of those people who knows like every single thing about a movie. Like (laughs) what was so interesting for me about like evil dead, aside from just watching it was like learning more about how it was made and like why they had this decision to make a sequel that was basically the same thing. And you're so good at knowing all of the interesting backstories there and all of the, um, kind of, act like what the actors did next and who the producers were like all this stuff, man, if you ever want to play trivial pursuit (laughs) about the movies or television, Aaron is your guy. I I am pretty good at that. I, I, I think the thing that we're both kind of honing in on is I really delight in finding media that you grew up with that kind of shaped you as a person. And I really like sharing that media with you. Cause there's, there's a ton of movies I watched as a kid that if I revisit them now, I'll be like, oh, that's why I find this funny. Mm-hmm. You know, I love slapstick and I love horror. And I think Evil Dead is a big reason, 
like how I arrived at who I am now. But just because I loved it back then doesn't mean I still need to give it the same sort of prominence. You know, we, we just watched Barbarian. And I was I was gonna mention that like what we a, should plug that movie on the way dude, out because it's it's so very good it's very scary it's super scary but it's very funny it is hilarious yeah. in parts but like in a dark comedy way but if I didn't watch Evil Dead and grow up loving it I don't think I would want be like receptive to that yeah kind of, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, but yes do you watch Barbarian don't read anything about it don't read anything about it it is very scary. Um, it's very gory in two small parts mm-hmm. and it's pretty easy to like turn your head away when it's that telegraphed happens. quite a bit. Yeah. I don't like like body horror and like gross stuff and I was fine with this. Um, it's very good. If it's like sort of similar to it follows in a way. Yeah. I think if I, you're you said that earlier in horror like that. Um, but anyway, wait, I also want to plug, game. I want to plug Pearl cause oh my goodness. Oh yes. What a, you know what? Some the, see this is you watch these without me. Yeah, yeah, but X and Pearl are two stories from the same director, Ty West and Mia Goth. They are fantastic. They both came out this year. Don't read anything about them. Just watch them. That and Barbarian, highly recommended. Right. And then watch Evil Dead too. It's a great palate cleanser. It's hilarious. It's a comedy. <laughs> or don't. That's also an option. <laughs> um, I enjoyed playing this with you though. I, I you know. It's fun to have games like this where you can just be like, I'm going to play this 45 minutes and yeah. it's just like a fun little romp and that's it. It's not a game that you're going to maybe spend like five hours playing, but you could if you, you want. You totally could. And I think the first few sessions we put like two or three hours in just figuring it out and laughing and having a good time. I think really, if you're an Evil Dead fan, this is a game that you should play. Luckily, we have this contest going on where if you go to bit.ly slash hoodieweatherdiscord and post a spooky GIF, you'll be entered in for a chance to win it. Um, I can't remember if we have one code or two, but it's for PC. You'll get it on the Epic Games Store. But there is a chance. There is a chance. Uh, I just, if you have a group of friends to play an asymmetrical multiplayer game with, this is a pretty good one. Pick your poison. I'll list a bunch of them in the show notes that I've played and enjoyed. If you're a horror fan, there's a lot of those, but I'll list some non-horror games as well. Awesome. Well, I think that's pretty much everything there is to say about that. Should we go to the outro? Let's do I it. I think that's you. I did the intro. You're not you making me do the outro no, again. I'm trying to do it, but you're talking. Can you do the outro? This podcast is produced every other week for our enjoyment and yours. Come back often and feel free to add the cooperatives to your favorite podcatcher. Reviews are very, very, very welcome and they help the show succeed. You can also follow the cooperatives on Twitter at cooperativespod and on Facebook at facebook.com slash cooperativespod. If there is a particular game you think we should play and discuss, please don't hesitate to send us an email at cooperativespod at gmail.com or leave us a message on social media. All links are in the show notes. Thanks to Evil Dead. Yeah, thanks to Evil Dead. And I want to shout out Saber Interactive and Boss Team Games for being so incredibly receptive over email and allowing us to run this contest. Super, super appreciate it. Uh, Really enjoy the game. And I hope if you play it, you do too. Yep. See you next time. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.